0: Hey Kirby Woods, it's good to be back with you again this week. And last week we looked at how we have a new identity in Jesus that's more secure and satisfying than anything else that we might find our identity in. And in Ephesians 1, 3 to 8, we saw that our new identity involves being chosen by God. So this week I want to start by reading those verses again. Starting in verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight." So what I want us to think about today is how our new identity involves being adopted into God's family. Starting at the end of verse 4, it says, "...in love He predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved. So I have four simple truths that we can learn from this passage about our adoption. The first truth is that our adoption by God is based on his love for us. The foundation for our adoption was not our loveliness or something inside of us that made us good or or attractive to God, but it's because of God's incredible love for us that he adopts us into his family. So he doesn't just make us servants, but he makes us part of his family. Not only that, but it says he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, and it was according to the purpose of his will. So the second thing I want you to see is that our adoption into God's family was not careless. It wasn't accidental. He intentionally chose to adopt us Earlier, it says, before the foundation of the world, and it was according to his will. So think about, you know, on earth, when parents choose to adopt a child, it starts with the initiative of the parents. And in the same way, it's God who takes the initiative to adopt us into his family. So that should give us great security, knowing that God is sovereign. He's in control of that. And that He's ultimately the one that adopts us and does all that's necessary to establish us as His children. The third thing that I want you to see about our adoption is that our adoption into God's family is a reason to worship. In verse 6, Paul says that all of this is to the praise of His glorious grace. So again, think about when a child is adopted into a family. That child, you know, the best part is not that the child has a bigger house or nicer clothes or nicer food. The best part of being adopted is that the child has a mother and a father who love that child unconditionally. So think about it in the same way when we're adopted into God's family, there's all kinds of things that Paul talks about that we're blessed with as a part of that. But the greatest blessing of all of that is that we get God Himself and we get His unconditional love for us as His child. And so fourth and finally, our adoption comes through Jesus Christ. We're going to look at this in more detail next week with our last devotional, but for now it's important to see that our adoption is only possible because of Jesus's life, death, and resurrection. And think about this, that Jesus alone has the ability not just to make God our master, but he has the ability to make God our father. And I think you know, that's at the heart of our new identity in Christ. The fact that we've been adopted into God's family, and I think as Paul says, that's reason to worship Him. I'll see you next week.